Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your intuition and highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign. It's up to you to get specific. I suggest that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please also take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Cancer Season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of cancer's zodiacal energy through our bodies, hearts, minds, relationships, and the world at large. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and cancer represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Cancer Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platform. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount and will grant you access to my expanded monthly reports. These reports are 15 to 20 pages that outline the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles and offer suggestions for how to work most effectively with this astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 28th through October 2nd, I'm offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year-long transit, which goes from December 2019 through December 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and good company. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your horoscopes. Hello Aries, thank you for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for cancer season. Cancer season extends between June 21st and July 22nd. This is the time of the year that the sun radiates the energy of cancer. Cancer as a zodiacal energy is something that I go in depth with in the Embodied Astrology Report for Cancer Season, so please make sure that you listen to it. You'll get a lot of um, information there about how this energy works in our bodies, in our behaviors, in our emotional responses and reactions for sure. For you, this is incredibly important because as an Aries person, you have um, what's called a natural chart and cancer therefore falls in the fourth house. Cancer is the fourth sign. So cancer as an energy is uh, functioning quite purely. The energy of cancer has to do with home, family, bonding, belonging, and how we feel ourselves held in um, some kind of greater community, where we anchor, what we come back to. 
these are symbols and um, to, to work with symbolism is always to connect to the essence of something, but definitely you can connect with the reality of it too. We can think about your home, your family, your family of origin, and the homes and families that you create now. Over the course of the next 30 days, um, there's a lot of astrology that's happening, and a good chunk of it is happening in Cancer. So it's not just the Sun here, but the Sun, as it moves into Cancer, meets up with Mars and Mercury. Later in the month, Venus will enter the sign. The North Node has been in Cancer for the last year, and that means that eclipses happen during Cancer season. So we have two eclipses coming up in the next month. These are going to be really important. Cancer and its opposite sign are what are the most highlighted energies uh, in the chart right now. Um, the opposite sign is Capricorn. Capricorn for you rules the solar 10th house. This has to do with your career, your ambition, your adultness, the balance between home and family, what nurtures us, and then what we move towards, what we aspire to, and how we grow up, um, I think is kind of an obvious balance. As we get into the month, however, uh, the first couple of days of the month are marked by aspects that Venus in Gemini is making. Venus and Gemini will form an opposition to Jupiter, an inconjunct with Saturn, and a square with Pisces um, on the 23rd and the 24th of the month. These aspects really stimulate your thinking and your learning mind. If you are in any kind of uh, learning or teaching positions, if you're pursuing um, more information of some kind, uh, trying to disseminate information. If you're involved with publishing or broadcasting, these could be big transits for you or important transits for you. There's quite a lot of energy both of these days, the 23rd and the 24th, that can feel a little bit ungrounded. It is definitely a good time for you to be watching the fluctuations of your mind, watching what your mind does with information, and watching how your mind um, does the thing that it does, which is contrast, compare, and tell stories. I talked a lot about this last month in um, the report for Gemini season, how Gemini works. And with Venus and Gemini making these aspects, it is highlighted for you. Watch your mind, watch what your mind does with sensation, watch what your mind does with information. You want to be dealing with the mental energy in a very practical way, being super attentive to your tasks, to your chores, really attentive to your body, giving yourself a lot of grounding. These couple of days might bring up um, quite a lot of, of energy that for some could feel very exciting, but can also bring up some anxiety and some nervousness. On June 26th, Mercury enters Leo. Leo rules your solar fifth house. Mercury will transit Leo for a little bit. It's going to turn retrograde on July 7th, and then it'll move back into the late degrees of Cancer, where it will turn direct on August 2nd. Mercury moving between Cancer and Leo is a suggestion that you bring a lot of attention and awareness to the ways that you express yourself personally, how you share with others, what your unique expression is, how you find your joy. Um, Leo and Cancer in a natural chart are the places where we move from what feels secure and safe into our personal expression. And when we feel secure and safe, we're open in our hearts. We feel uh, ease and freedom in our expression. When we have insecurity, then we get restrained and we feel uptight. 
over the course of Mercury's retrograde, you are really supported to look at your patterning around security and expression. We want you to be able to express yourself freely and authentically to really be um, living from your heart, living from your center. And during Mercury's retrograde and over the course of cancer season, you'll probably be working with some deeper content, some deeper material that brings your attention to the ways that you keep yourself from these expressions or that your expression or your joy might feel limited. By the end of the month, however, I'm really hoping that you're moving into a space where you start to feel more free and that you're working through any inhibitions. On June 28th, Mercury enters what's called its storm. The storm is the period of time um, as the planet is stationing retrograde or direct where it seems to stand still in the sky. From the 28th through the 7th, Mercury is in its storm. This is the period of time when it's kind of the most wonky in the Mercury retrograde cycle. Definitely important during this period of time that you be really careful and considerate in your communications, specifically communications at home with your family and um, with any friends or romantic partners that you're playing with, as well as if you're a person who's a performer or an artist, or if you're in some kind of role where you're creatively expressing, you're probably going to want to be mindful of how you're putting yourself out at this time. During the the storm with Mercury retrograde, um, sometimes we can be a little hasty in our communications, specifically with Leo. Leo has a tendency to be quite impulsive. So breathe deep, notice what you're talking about, notice who you're talking to, and again, really try and come from your heart, be as honest and transparent as possible. On July 1st, Mars enters Leo as well. Mars will transit Leo through August 19th, and it's bringing a lot of energy into that sign. This is fun, this is sexy, this is playful energy for you in your fifth house of romance, of art, of creativity, and your childlike energy. Um, Mars and Leo, though, can again increase the impulsive nature, and it, especially um, coming around Mercury's storm on July 1st. This is a period of time when you really want to be mindful of your actions. Try not to act impulsively. Make sure that you are in full conscious awareness of what it is that you are doing. On July 2nd, there's a new moon and solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Cancer. Check your natal chart, see if you have any important placements, planetary placements around um, anywhere between 5 and 15 degrees of Cancer or the other cardinal signs, including Capricorn, Libra, and Aries, your rising or your sun sign. Um, If you have placements between 5 and 15 degrees, uh, they'll be in orb. It's called in orb of the degree of this eclipse, and therefore those planetary energies will be especially stimulated by it. An eclipse is always um, a time of change. So eclipses kind of act as reset buttons a little bit. They bring new awareness or they bring awareness that has been a little bit in the shadows forward in ways that we can't ignore. A lot of people experience um, pretty profound shifts around eclipses and the new moon is always a time of a new beginning. So we have like a supercharged new moon in the area of your chart again that has to do with home family, anchoring, and security. Some suggestions I have for you, especially with Venus coming into this part of the chart the next day, is to um, 
think about home and family and security from an internal space and as much as you can from a stable and um, loving place. I'm sure you've heard at this point the words like stable attachment um, in in relationship to its opposite, um, avoidant attachment or anxious attachment, these kinds of ideas. With all of this energy in your solar fourth house, there's a symbol here that you can start a new cycle for yourself that has to do with a much greater degree of security. And that that security is something that could again be literal, but it can also be something that is internal, that's more of a, a symbol or an essence for your, your internal home or your interior space. With Venus coming into this part of your chart, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of magnetic, attractive, beautiful energy that Venus is bringing here. Recognize who and what around you you love. Recognize um, your contribution to the space that you love and the love that is passed between you and anybody that you're sharing space with or any um, structures that you're sharing space with. The space itself has its own essence relating with your home with land, um, even with the earth itself is symbolic in this part of the chart. You can do a ritual on this new moon. A very powerful ritual would be an anchoring ritual, a setting space for yourself where you define your own sense of stability and home and family and uh, commit to that essence in yourself. On July 8th and 9th, there are several aspects. On the 8th, Mercury and Mars form a conjunction in early Leo. Venus and the Sun in Cancer make several aspects, especially to Capricorn and Pisces. On July 9th, we have the second quarter square, um, the half-circle moon in Libra. And then finally, on the 8th, Chiron turns retrograde in your sign. So these couple of days, as well as the, the days leading up and the days after, um, will have a lot of energy with them. And um, you'll probably experience your energy across a range of really excitable, energized, um, and then also maybe some intensity, some frustration, some aggravation. Um, this is definitely a time to practice these ideas of stable attachment, especially since a lot of these aspects are stimulating the fourth and the 10th houses for you, the Cancer Capricorn axis, which is always the axis of home foundation and then maturity and uh, your adultness, kind of how you're, you're living your life and um, expressing your agency in the world. So the more that you can come from a centered and self-loving space, the more you are supported to succeed in your ambitions and in your projects. Chiron turning retrograde in your sign and traveling retrograde um, through mid-December is a symbol of internal healing that comes with reflection. Chiron is a healing force and it heals through psychological awareness. As you build your own awareness of um, how you've become the person that you are, the places where you hold yourself back, your insecurities, your fears, etc., you form language for those sensations. You learn to externalize them in a certain way so that you can look at them, so that you can work skillfully with these aspects of yourself. 
And over the course of the next nine years with Chiron in your sign, you're doing major work around self-healing and evolution in your own capacity, your own self-knowing. And as Chiron turns retrograde on these days when there's so much stimulation in uh, these foundational axes of your chart, I really want to encourage you to take time for um, self-care for pausing, for breathing, for meditation, uh, being with your body, and again, practicing stable attachment with yourself, with anyone that you're sharing space with, and with your general environment around you. On July 16th, there's a full moon and lunar eclipse in Cancer, and that day Venus in, uh, I'm sorry, I said Cancer, but I meant to say Capricorn, a full moon and lunar eclipse in Capricorn, and on that same day, Venus in Cancer opposes Saturn in Capricorn. So again, we have stimulation across the Cancer Capricorn axis, your fourth and the 10th houses, but the emphasis now is in Capricorn and the 10th house. For you, this place in the chart has to do with your worldly ambitions, with what you're setting yourself up to achieve, with your vocation, your career, your public image. Um, Saturn in opposition with Venus suggests that you can achieve what you want when you're coming from a place of love. Um, The full moon and lunar eclipse are an encouragement for all of us to let go of authoritarian structures, to let go of outdated traditions and rules and modes of being that are not current with ourselves, with our um, kind of more expansive inclusion and in all the aspects of our being. We're in a time, I think, of fairly profound shifts in consciousness for a lot of people and recognition that some of the values, um, more historic uh, Western white values around productivity and um, kind of ambition are not really in alignment with humanness um, with our kind of natural instincts and this is really the feeling that I get when I look at your chart is that you have quite a lot of power to succeed at something right now there is a lot of ambition in the chart but you're really thinking quite deeply about what that ambition is and what it looks like and there's a need to um, transform some ideas that you've been working with for a while and to really come into a place of self-empowerment with them. And that empowerment is going to happen when you include yourself, when you include your softness, your tenderness, your desire for relationality, for connection, for simplicity. So at this full moon, there may be reflection for you on what some of that energy is. And again, it's a really good time to practice releasing authoritarianism, releasing tradition, releasing rules, releasing stoicism and uptightness and letting yourself um, include more tenderness, include more softness. On the last day of cancer season, July 21st, Venus in Cancer will form an opposition to Pluto in Capricorn. This brings even more emphasis to these themes that I was just talking about. And uh, also on this day, the Sun and Mercury form a conjunction at the last degree of Cancer and the first degree of Leo. This place in your chart, as I mentioned before, is the place where you move from um, security, containment, uh, a, a kind of familiarity into personal expression. 
This is a symbol of you coming into a new cycle where you're expressing yourself more freely, where you feel more um, self-included, you have more capacity to give your gifts to the world, there's less need to hold back, um, and you have a, a broader base of support. So big themes over the course of the next month include deepening your sense of security, your stable attachment with yourself, with your own heart, and with anything that's anchoring you, any of your personal practices, um, connections that you really trust, space, land, um, location where you can anchor where you can ground where you can receive nourishment and where you can feel at home and your home is always within and the more you deepen that sense of security and home internally the more you're able to really grow into this person that you are in the world and you have so much to give right now oh my gosh your charts are quite astounding with how much um, energy there is for you to be putting out into the world in a very kind of new and pioneering way that is um, I don't know it, it has a feeling to me that you're kind of on this precipice and this voyage where you're leaning into new territory and you're really trying to um, kind of move past boundaries and express yourself in different ways and I just want to applaud this if it resonates for you please keep going in that direction all right Aries that's what I have for you for now I hope this horoscope is useful for you thank you so much for listening happy cancer season and bye for now